Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Each and every Monday is $9 Monday at BothWagerTalk.com and SportsMemo.com. When all daily picks packages are priced at only $9, including 5% best bets, normally priced at $35. As an added bonus, any picks packages loaded early for overnight Tuesday or action during the week will also be priced at nine bucks until midnight on Monday. So make sure to take advantage of getting these $25 and $35 picks for only $9 before the clock strikes 12 and they return to regular price. Welcome into the NFL opening line report week four. I am Drew Martin joined by Teddy Covers. We're breaking down the games, getting you on the right side of some of these moves where the odds are going and hopefully the best entry point for you. Teddy, happy Monday morning to you. My co-host here, Teddy underscore covers on Twitter. How you feeling, buddy? I'm, uh, I'm feeling great, Drew. I have no complaints. I always have complaints, dude. You always got complaints. I should have played this. I shouldn't have played that. You know, but uh, the NFL has been running real good. Uh, I lost on the very first night. I had the Rams, that I, a play that I put out over the summer because I thought that line was wrong, and I was wrong. Since that opening night loss, I've had a grand total of two losers in the NFL. One was the Raiders last week where they lost the, the when the clock hit zeros was when they lost the, uh, the cover. Uh, and the other was... The Lions Vikings over yesterday, which I released at 52 and a half and landed 52. It closed 51, 51 and a half. I'm sure uh, many clients were able to at least push, if not win, with that play. So we're seeing the NFL pretty clearly to open the season, riding an 83% run into Monday Night Football. I won't bring up uh, Kyler Murray again, Teddy, until we have to talk about him with the Arizona Cardinals. Do remember that from last week? Yeah, that was a that was a tough one. Good play by him. Let's get into the Monday Nighter real quick before OLR begins. Dallas Cowboys, New York Giants tonight, Teddy. NFC East battle, thirty nine being the total. We've seen this this line really bounce around. What Giants uh, minus near field goal, then all the way down to Pickham, then a little bit buyback here, back to minus one, pretty much across the board right now. Looking at the wager talk odds screen, uh, like it anything tonight? What do you think in Monday Night Football? So I do not expect this line to move in any significant way between now and kickoff. The Giants are minus one, and I don't even think they got. I'm not convinced we're going to see one and a half or pickums. You know, it feels like it's painted minus one right now. Uh, total, we've seen a little bit of under money, but as you know, Monday night football, the public doesn't like betting a whole lot of unders. <laughs> I would not be surprised if we see a little bit of over money. Certainly at the books that uh, cater to recreational bettors, we'll see some. Uh, but not a big line move expected in this one. You've already seen it uh, with the early money on Dallas. I am involved in this game. You can get the play. Right now, over at Wager Talk or SportsMemo.com, it's a $9 Monday selection. You can get it for just 9 bucks right now. Thursday night, September 29th, as we kick off NFL opening line report week four here, 8-15 Eastern kick, 101-102, the rotation number. We are just going down on the odd screen, guys. NFL opening line report in rotation order here. Miami Dolphins, Cincinnati Bengals, Teddy, 
Thursday night football, 47 and a half or 48 being the total, minus three, pretty much across the board. It's, we've seen money come in on the Bengals since the opener. Teddy, this isn't a 101 level handicapping, man. Interested in your opinion here. Short week, quarterback issues on the Miami side, defending AFC champions in the Cincinnati Bengals. What are you thinking, Dolphins and Bengals Thursday night? So look ahead line for this game, Cincinnati minus two, total 48 and a half. My pure powering number for the game is only minus two, and the markets are at minus three. And yet, I'm not going to say who I bet in this game. I've got a client selection up for this game, and if you hear the analysis, you'll know exactly who I bet. <laughs> but I'm not going to actually say the play uh, right here, right now. Uh, but this is one situation where the look ahead line, my powering number, there's a situational factor here that's a stronger that overcomes any of that. And that is the fact that Miami defense was on the field for more than 40 minutes yesterday. They were on the field uh, they uh, for 90 defensive plays in a single ball game. Again, they got out yard. They won the game. They allowed 31 first downs and 497 yards, and they gained 212. Okay, from a box score standpoint, this is a misleading final as you'll ever see in the NFL. And the defense was on the field for 90 plays. That's tough for a Sunday-to-Sunday turnaround, let alone a Sunday-to-Thursday with turnaround, with the travel uh, turnaround, let alone with, oh, by the way, there's a hurricane barreling in, and you better be ready for it, maybe. I don't know if it's going to hit Miami, uh, but it's one more distraction for the exhausted and very fat and happy road team in this one. You know, the Bengals, uh, in many ways, dominated the game against the Jets. And in other ways, they didn't really stick it to them. They were settling for field goals. They had a couple of turnovers. The offense moved the ball up and down the field for extended, uh, extended stretches. But there was no running game at all for Cincinnati. That's a problem uh, for them. And the quotes after the game from the Bengals, you know, Zach Taylor, we just needed to get the first win. I don't care what it looked like. I didn't care if it was 3 nothing or 49-3. to We just needed to rip that Band-Aid off, get that first win. We've been a confident team all along. We're going to start to gather steam, and that's what we did today. T. Higgins, the past two weeks, you we weren't being us, making mistakes, jumping off false starts. This week, we locked in. I had a big-ticket winner with Cincinnati for myself and my clients yesterday. And, you know, if you've heard the analysis of this game, you probably don't need to buy my play for Thursday night. I like it, Teddy. It pays to listen. Thursday nighter should be a fun one. Amazon Prime. We got Sunday, October 2nd slate. We're going top of the card down to the bottom. 251-252-930 a.m. Eastern, 6.30 a.m. Pacific here, guys, as we head across the pond. Minnesota Vikings, New Orleans Saints. We're seeing Vikings open one. Now minus three, mostly minus two and a halves though, Teddy. It's as high as minus three at South Point in Las Vegas. 44 being the total. Do note, it's not at Wembley. It's at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. Teddy, not sure if that makes a difference. What are we thinking here? Vikings and Saints. Yeah, but definitely note that even though New Orleans is listed as the bottom team, it is not a home game for the New Orleans Saints, obviously being played. In London, look ahead line. There were some pickums for the Saints. There were some uh, pickums or some Minnesota minus ones uh, prior to kickoff yesterday. Total forty-four and a half. 
My powering number is Minnesota minus three in the markets today. As you mentioned, the minus two and a half. There are a couple of threes out there. Total of 44. If you like the Vikings, I wouldn't argue with laying the two and a half now. You want that number in your pocket. That being said, I'm not seeing this, oh, you better bet it this second because it's going to move type of situation. So we're not going to emergency betting alert. This particular game, if you do like Minnesota, you have a two and a half now. That being said, because, I, I mean, Saints offense, turnovers, penalties, protection issues. And Jameis Winston's not right. Okay, he's not healthy. We saw it yesterday. He wasn't seeing open receivers. He's got a back injury. He's got an ankle injury. They outgained Carolina 6.7 to 5.0 yards per play, but the minus three turnovers were a problem, and that's not going anywhere uh, with Winston behind center. You know, uh, Dennis Allen, who was a failure in his first tenure as a head coach. I think we got to be better early on in the game. we got to execute better. Show me that starts with us as the coaching staff. we got to get a good game plan together and give our guys a chance to be successful. So maybe you look at New Orleans' first half. Quote, we're beating ourselves with penalties. We're beating ourselves with turnovers. Yeah, that's what happens with poorly coached teams. Minnesota found a way to steal one yesterday. You know, uh, I mean, they, they looked in the first half of that game like they were every bit as bad as we saw them on Monday Night Football against Philadelphia. They fell behind 14-0. They fell behind 24-14. to And they found a way to come back. Really played well on both sides of the football to do it with an interesting offensive game plan. You know, it was Osborne and Thielen, not Jefferson in the passing. It made all the difference. Uh, you know, Osborne, we're a resilient team. We got it going. And when we counted, we got it done. I don't disagree with that. I think Minnesota is the better of these two teams. The market's already there with. Next game up, 1 o'clock Eastern as we get to uh... – uh, this side of the pond here up next, Tennessee and Indianapolis, Teddy. We're seeing Colts minus three. There are some minus three and a halves out there. Uh, 42 and a half being the total. We get the Titans at the Colts. Next game up, Teddy. Look headline was Indy minus three and a half, 44 and a half. So we've seen some under money coming off of that oh, look head. And again, it was three and a half and 43 and a half last night. So the early money here clearly. Uh, coming towards the under. And you can understand why, all right? Tennessee's offense worked against the Raiders because Derrick Henry was able to run the football. And all of a sudden, when Derrick Henry's running the football, Ryan Tannehill has open receivers to throw to. You know, there was zero sacks allowed. There was room to run for Henry all day. Uh, and therefore, the offense worked for Tennessee in a way that it hasn't the first couple of weeks. The defense is spotty. Las Vegas was in the red zone six times in that ball game. They've allowed back-to-back 300-yard passing games. And the betting markets just do not like this team. You know, Tannehill, uh, 9.8 yards per pass attempt in that golf ball game. Quote, we got the ball rolling in the right direction, and that was our message all week. Come out, find a way to win this one game. We'll get the ball rolling in the right direction and build on it. Makes sense uh, for Tennessee. Look, I know that Indy won against Kansas City yesterday. But thanks to, uh, if, when we get to the Chiefs, I'm going to talk about what the ref said the flag was for. Uh, as random, and, uh, as game-changing a random flag as you'll ever see. But it basically gave Indy a win and took uh, took one away from KC uh, yesterday. But, I mean, their offensive line is getting pounded. Ryan took five sacks yesterday. He's fumbled seven times. The most through three games in the NFL in the last decade, by the way. Um, wow. And the markets seem to think Indy's fixed. My powering number on the game is only two. 
Teddy, next game up, Chicago and the New York football Giants, 255-256 here. Giants, minus three. There is a two and a half at, at DraftKings, uh, 39 and a half being the total. Of course, the Giants playing tonight, guys. If you like them tonight, might want to look to bet them tomorrow. If you're looking to bet against them tonight, maybe look to bet against them in this game against the Bears. Learn that from Teddy Covers and doing this show for many years. Teddy, what are we thinking here at Bears and Giants? Yeah, if the Giants look good tonight, I would expect that, you know, that, that, let's put it this way, the, the lone two and a half, there's a couple two and a halves out there. They're not going to be there. <laughs> All right. I don't know if they'll get the three and a half, but if the Giants look good. Look headline here is Giants minus three. My powering number is Giants minus three. We're right where the markets are. Obviously, the Giants play tonight. Um, Chicago ran for 280 yards on the ground, and they still couldn't throw the football uh, in the win over Houston. Uh, you know, they're... they're that is certainly concerning. And the play calling now for the Bears. You know, uh, Justin Fields, 82 net passing yards, uh, 22 dropbacks, along with two fumbles and two interceptions. We're not seeing aggressive play calling from Chicago in the passing game. It's clear right now the coaching staff does not trust Justin Fields to fire the ball downfield on a regular basis. And, you know, they won the game late on an interception that led to a field goal. It was nothing the offense did in that one. Teddy, next game up. This one feels uh, a little playoff uh, preview. Buffalo Bills, Baltimore Ravens. We're seeing uh, Buffalo road favorite here. Minus three and a half points on the highway. 52 and a half the total in Baltimore. Let's get some doodle loops going because it's time for today's first emergency betting alert. <laughs> So uh, I know there was a comment uh, in the the YouTube uh, comments saying that they hate that guy hated the uh, uh, the emergency betting alert sound. All I can say is, hey, we stole it uh, from Wayne's World, <laughs> and, and it's I think it's funny. Some people think it's funny. It is what it is, uh, and there's no better sound out there for an emergency betting alert. <laughs> Look headline here: Bills three and a half total fifty five. My powering number: Bills three and a half. The markets: Bills. That up from three to three and a half this morning. What I want to talk about is the total where the look head was 55. It opened 53 and a half across the board last night. Now we're seeing 52 and a half, 52s. There's a 51 and a half out there. We all know about the hurricane that's heading towards Florida. Guess where it's supposed to be by next weekend? East Coast, all the way. Virginia, oh, okay. Baltimore, Maryland. This under will be pounded. If you want to bet the under, bet it right now. Run, don't walk. To the window um and of course you have the bills coming off a loss which i would think may attract some betting market attention but buffalo's got a major problem in their secondary right now all right micah hyde is out for the season jordan poyer's hurt uh dane jackson's hurt the rookie cornerback christian benford's hurt uh basically in the defensive backfield at least against miami the only guy with any playing experience was teron johnson and um it still worked <laughs> the Bills defense still works. And it's also worth noting with that defense, Buffalo hadn't allowed three completions of 20 or more air yards in a single regular season game since the start of 2021. They did it yesterday. Uh, but they still held Miami to 212 yards. They had 31 first downs on offense. They were 11 of 18 on third downs and two of uh, three on fourth downs and more than 40 minutes of possession. Sean McDermott, quote, you should win those games. You just didn't take care of the ball enough and come away with some takeaways. There will be some support for Buffalo this week. And certainly when you look at the Ravens side, the offensive line is a problem. 
They're not on their fourth string left tackle. And they're still putting up points uh, in bunches. Literally, now Ronnie Stanley has been back in practice. He could be back this week, which would give them a first string left tackle. They gained 7.1 yards per play against the Pats defense. And I got to tell you, you know, Lamar Jackson, the first player in the Super Bowl era with three or more passing touchdowns at 100-plus rushing yards in back-to-back games. Here's his quote. We got the score, too. Last week when Miami started scoring and they went on the run, I think we put up three points. I wasn't having it. None of us on offense were having that in this game. You ask me who the NFL's MVP is after three weeks of the season. Lamar Jackson is my clear choice. He has been unbelievable. But the hurricane conditions in this one could definitely affect this total. It's certainly going to affect the totals market. Lamar Jackson, no contract, no problem. He's pulling an Aaron Judge, and uh, we'll see what he gets in the open market if this continues, Teddy. Betting on himself, got to root for that. Dude, yeah, he yeah, was ahead. so good. I get, a New England's defense is no joke. Belichick takes away what everybody wants to do best, year in, year out, game in, game out. And if you watch Baltimore against that defense yesterday, they, it was Lamar yeah. Jackson doing stuff that only he can do. Um, impressive offensive showing against a pretty elite defense, but especially when you consider they were down to their fourth string left tackle. <laughs> Next game up, guys. 259-260 LA Chargers, Houston Texans. Chargers off of that tough one. I don't know. Maybe the Jags are for real, but uh we'll see, Teddy. Minus six on the highway. That is the Chargers. 45 and a half being the total here. Let's get another emergency betting alert queued up, because if you're going to get involved in this game, you need to know where the line's going to move right now. Chargers, Texans, look-ahead line was LA minus 7, total of 46. My powering number is 6, and that feels a little bit high. Open 6.5 last night, 45.5. We have seen Houston money this morning. We are going to see more Houston money. Rashad Slater. Their Pro Bowl offensive lineman for the Chargers just got announced out for the season. It's not just him. Okay, this is a Chargers team. The roster is stacked with stars. All of their stars are hurt. Keenan Allen, hamstring issue. He didn't play. And all of a sudden, the passing game didn't work. Mike Williams, one catch for 15 yards. They got outrushed 151 to 26. I'm gonna, Keenan Allen's hurt. Okay, star. Cornerback J.C. Jackson, hurt. Star. Pro Bowler. Center, Corey Lindsey, Pro Bowler, hurt, star. Judge, uh, Joey Bosa suffered a groin injury yesterday, got hurt, out. Rashawn Slater, and he's a star. Rashawn Slater, star. Uh, uh, and, of course, Justin Herbert's playing through a fractured rib cartilage. That is not an easy injury to play through, especially when the running game isn't working, especially when your offensive line is banged up, and especially when you're missing all your key defenders. You know, Brandon Staley. Remember, we talked earlier about the Dolphins being on the field for 90 plays defensively. Here's what Staley said about the Chargers being on the field for 40 plays defensively in the first half. Well, we played over 40 plays on defense in the first half. I felt in the second half, it didn't feel like we had that same energy. We didn't affect the quarterback today. They also had a big impact on the game. No, the, the my single biggest pirating adjustment from week three to week four came on the Chargers. We have downgraded this team significantly. All their stars are hurt. The Texans stink. Um, you know, I've got them power rate as the single worst team in the NFL uh, right now. They got gashed on the ground, 280 yards rushing to the Bears against a team that couldn't pass the football. All that being said, <laughs> the Texans are a feisty little team. They fight back. 
Um, and I would not be surprised to give the Chargers, the banged up Chargers, uh, a test on Sunday. This line can only go down. Want Houston. Take them sooner, not later. Great analysis, Teddy. Yeah, mostly minus six out there. Five and a halves are starting to pop up, guys. Uh, look towards the Texans. We get Seattle and Detroit up next. Two six one, two six two. Teddy, fifty being the total. We're seeing Detroit Lions minus six. Some shops showing six and a half here. What are we thinking, Seahawks and Lions in the Motor City? Look headline was Lions six and forty six. My powering number is five and a half. The markets are at six. As you mentioned, there's a couple of six and a halves out there. Not many. I don't think this line is going to do a whole lot. <laughs> Total sitting uh, has been fed up. It was 46, and the look ahead was 48 and a half last night. And look at the Wager Talk Live odd screen right now. I'm seeing 50 pluses out there. Look, the Lions are dead nuts over. You know, they didn't get there yesterday uh, by the hook. If you bet it early, if you bet it late, they still got there. Um, and Seattle allowed Marcus Mariota to throw for 11.5 yards per pass attempt at home. Cordell Patterson, 8.3 yards per rush. Of course, they're playing without their top three cornerbacks, Artie Burns, Cindy Jones, Justin Coleman, all inactive. Don't know if any of them are going to be good enough to go this week. And Geno Smith, for all the stuff, hey, we like Geno Smith. He covers point spreads, yada, yada. <laughs> Smith, last year, again, he played fairly well. They covered some numbers, but he had three chances while filling in for Russell Wilson last season. Three times he was unable to live uh, to lead a game-winning drive. Got a chance to do it again yesterday, and once again, the last winning drive, the, the potential game-winning drive, it wasn't pretty at all for Seattle. When defenses gear up on Geno, Seattle's offense doesn't work. I've got the Seahawks as my thirty-first-ranked team in the NFL, only Houston below them right now. And I mean the Lions, you know. Snatched defeat from the jaws of victory yesterday. Didn't score in their last five possessions of the game where they moved the ball up and down the field uh, for much of it. Dan Campbell went for the fourth down on six times in that ball game, and then tried a 54-yard field goal uh, that he uh, second-guessed himself out afterwards. It wasn't any good, and ended up being the difference uh, in the well, one of, <laughs> the difference in the total being <laughs> cashed. And it certainly would might have had an impact on that final drive. Jared Goff not amused after the game. Quote. That game should have been over long before they were able to get back into it. I'm sure they know that. But we let them back in, and that's our fault. Lions, with the lead, maybe not the most trustworthy team. They're certainly not a team that has any track record of success as a favorite in the last half decade. Good stuff, Teddy. And, 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 you know, when I think about Detroit, I think Jared Goff, you know, maybe their passing game, a little bit underrated. You bring up the three DBs down or possibly down for the Seahawks. I'm guessing you like that matchup. It's just, you know, this, this Lions team, not really the type of team I want to be laying points with, right? Sure. Um, well, I can understand why the over has been pounded uh, already. Yeah. And, again, look ahead for the total was 46. It was 48 and a half last night. It's 50 uh, this morning. And when I'm giving emergency betting alerts, I want to give the emergency betting alerts on the line of games that haven't moved yet. This one's already gone. You know, okay. uh, you've missed the best of the number on this particular total. 
Sure. That Dan Campbell going forward on fourth down, guys, that's uh, usually an, an over uh, kind of indicator. And we saw the total open 46 up to 50 pretty much across the board. Market reacting quickly to that total. We got 263-264 up next. New York Jets and Pittsburgh Steelers. One o'clock Eastern kick here, Teddy. 41 and a half being the total. We're seeing Steelers minus three in the hook across the board in the Steel City. Yeah, look at a line with Steelers, minus three and a half, uh, even money, uh, but still at three and a half. Total 42 and a half. My powering number, Pittsburgh, uh, minus three and a half, and the markets are minus three and a half for Pittsburgh. So look ahead, my powering number and the markets are all the exact same number, uh, which tells you this is probably not a game uh, I'm going to get involved in. Although there could be some interesting, I mean, so let's see what happens here with Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson is going to come back this week. From all indications, uh, Joe Flacco's uh, performance yesterday, as Wilson's been back in practice, Flacco, who, you know, threw a couple of second half picks, neither of which was pretty, uh, couldn't get the Jets into the end zone in that ballgame. He'll be sitting as, well, as soon as Wilson's ready. What I'm curious to see is if the markets are going to react, because this is already priced in, that Zach Wilson's in. Uh, unless the markets are saying Wilson and Flacco are the same powering number. I don't. I think uh, Wilson is by far uh, the better of the two quarterbacks. I did not like this quote. From Robert Sala after the game, he threw his veterans under the bus. You know, the Jets went from uh, four turnovers, went 0 2 in the red zone. They're not going to win games like that. Sala, quote, our vets made critical mistakes at critical times. The Jets are a really, really, really young team. They need the veteran leadership. And that quote to me, where you're throwing your vets under the bus, that's not a bet on quote, even if Wilson does uh, come back. And of course, you know, they're supposed to be better on defense this year. They spent big free agent dollars. They used two first-round draft picks. The unit ranked dead last in the NFL this year, so I was a defensive mind. And Jets' defense so far this year looks a lot like last year. It has not been uh, particularly strong defensively for the New York Jets. And the Pittsburgh side, look, without T.J. Watt, there's no pass rush. They have 171 ground, yards on the ground to Cleveland. Uh, Tomlin, after the game, said that he's not considering a change at quarterback. He's not considering a change at play caller, Matt Canada. Uh, quote, I think Mitch made some plays, but we all collectively came up short. Winning is our business. I wasn't looking to be impressed. I was looking to win the game. Number looks cheap here for Pittsburgh. But, again, my powering numbers say there's <laughs> aren't that much better than the Jets, even at home. Next game up, a battle of first-place teams. Jacksonville Jaguars, Philadelphia Eagles, 1 o'clock Eastern kick here in Philadelphia. We saw an opener, at least at the Wager Talk odds screen here, Teddy. That's the Eagles minus 7. Well, now it's minus 6 across the board. So I'm guessing Jacksonville Jaguars money getting it off the key number of a touchdown. 48.5 being the total. A lot of people thinking Eagles, maybe uh, most surprising team in the NFL, Teddy, but First place, Jacksonville Jaguars, surprising as well. What are we thinking here in Philadelphia? Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I talked last week that I thought that uh, Philly ranked number three in the NFL in my power rating behind Buffalo and uh, Kansas City. And look what happened this week. Look at the mainstream power ratings. You're going to see Philadelphia ranked number three in the NFL. Good thing we were a week <laughs> ahead of that. Uh, on the Cummins. Eagles. Um, look headline here, Philly minus seven, total of 48. My power rating number. Philly minus nine. Markets, seven and 47 and a half. And the money's coming for the Jags uh, so far this morning. Uh, not seeing them. I mean, I think there might be a rogue seven or two out there, but uh, not enough to emergency betting alert it. 
you can see the confidence grow on Jacksonville with every drive. Okay. Uh, you saw it yesterday. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, multiple touchdown passes and back-to-back games for the first time in his career. It's only one interception in three games. They outrushed the Chargers 151-26. to Char- uh, Jags, 28-point road win was their biggest victory on the road since 2001 when Trevor Lawrence was two years old. Quote, I think the way we played, you can't deny that we're a really good team. But at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what it says about us. We know who we are. We played a complete game and a stack two weeks is big for us. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. That's from Trevor Lawrence's quote. Uh, defensive lineman Dwayne Smoot. Our number one thing is stop the run. That's what we did today. When we stop the run, we can have fun. That's what we did. Here's one of these little things that doesn't mean anything or not. Of course, it doesn't mean anything, but it's still fun to talk about. Trevor Lawrence started his NFL career 0-9 on the road. He won week three against the Chargers. That was his first road win. Peyton Manning lost his first nine road starts for winning in week three of his second season, like Trevor Lawrence just did, at the San Diego Chargers at the time. No Lawrence. way. Uh, yeah, wow. Lawrence said, that's pretty cool. That's interesting. And it is. It's also random. Uh, but it's one of those things you're like, hmm. Because <laughs> Trevor Lawrence has looked real good the last couple of weeks. And obviously the market's are showing us that. But have you seen what Philly's done on defense the last two weeks? Shutting down Minnesota. Dominating Washington line of scrimmage. They allowed 3.2 yards per play in that game against the Commanders. They sacked Carson Wentz a career high nine times. And oh, by the way, that's on defense. On offense, when it's like, how good is this passing game going to be? A.J. Brown, remember what he did in week one? 10 catches, 155 yards. Devonta Smith yesterday. 169 yards. This team's got weapons. Philly's really good. And Jacksonville's going to be tested this week. This ain't a banged-up Chargers team. From a spot standpoint, you don't love it for Philly. Coming off Monday Night Football and Division Foe. But from a matchup standpoint, this might be a reality check for Jacksonville. Abby Jackson in the house saying, Teddy, giving us a history lesson. Absolutely, Teddy. That was a heck of a stat. As you were reading that off, I'm like, no way, week three. And then I'm thinking, no, the Chargers are in a different division. No way. And then you said the uh, Chargers. I'm like, wow, that is crazy stuff. Because coming into this season, I mean, Peyton Manning, he was 3-13 and 13 his rookie year and then 13-3 yep. and three his second year. And, yep. you know, you could make the argument Trevor Lawrence was the most sought-after quarterback prospect coming in the draft since Peyton Manning. So in terms of, like, comparing Luck. the two, Luck. wild Luck stuff, yeah, uh, and, and Drew, I saw that you put up a play on the Jags to win the division at a big plus mm. price. Mm. Um, we're we're uh, ways away. Uh, we're ways away. You talk live odds, free odds page. I'm just gonna say this: that's a live bet. Really? What's gonna you, win? You think it's really got that's legs? A live bet. All right, plus seven. Tennessee's no good. Game. Indy's no good. Houston's no good. If Jacksonville's any good and they face a really weak schedule, they're alive. Yeah. And so. Good, good prescience on that one. 
plus 750. Hey, we're live. Long way to go, though. A lot of runway. We'll see. Jacksonville Jaguars. Philadelphia. Yeah, we're live. That's what you can ask for with a plus 750 uh, future. Washington uh, football team. Now the commanders at the Dallas Cowboys. Teddy, next game up. 267, 268. We got Cowboys minus three point home favorites. 42 and a half being the total. Of course, Cowboys playing Monday night football. If you like them tonight, maybe look to bet them uh, in this matchup. If you don't like them tonight, maybe look to fade them. What are we thinking here? Uh, NFC East battle, Teddy. Look ahead line Dallas minus two and a half, total of 43. My powering number heading into Monday night football, Dallas minus four over Washington. The markets today are sitting mostly with threes. There are a couple of two and a halfs with juice uh, out there, total sitting at 42 and a half. Um, there's nothing to like about Washington. You know, you, you built your offense by, around Carson Wentz, and you get what you pay for. Uh, he took nine sacks yesterday. That's all on the offensive line that's supposed to be good and isn't. Um, Wentz is not a mobile guy at this stage. So when he holds the ball, there's trouble. He doesn't escape out of the pocket. He rushes his throws when he gets hit. As you know, yesterday he was awful after he took some hits because he rushed every throw that he had. And of course, the commanders 3.2 yards per play in that ballgame against a good defense. They're facing another Dallas defense is good. You know, Carson Wentz, I've got to be better. They got after us. I did not play to my standards. He gets the same quarter to him every week. You know, <laughs> worth noting for Washington's home field advantage or lack thereof in the future. This quote, uh, and I know they play on the road this week, but this is one I wrote down uh, to make sure to give you guys because it stood out. Jalen Hurts for Philadelphia yesterday. Quote, it definitely felt like a home game, just how loud it was, how much green and black was in the stadium. One of the commanders has a big <laughs> uh, home field edge these days. Of course, they had just 50 yards at halftime. And the defense wasn't any good. Back-to-back games where they've been gashed with big plays um we'll see what Dallas looks like tonight but Washington to me is a red flag team I want no part of Ron Rivera's squad and to the ATL up next for the last one o'clock eastern 10 a.m pacific kick 269-270 Cleveland Browns Atlanta Falcons Browns minus two in the hook 48 <laughs> the total in uh downtown Atlanta here Teddy yeah, look at line here. Cleveland minus three, total of 45. My powering number only has a Browns minus two. The markets open three, been bet down to two and a half. Atlanta, Atlanta's 3-0 and against the spread. All right. And, you know, this is what I wrote about Atlanta yesterday as I'm taking notes during the games. I'm liking this offense every week. Drake London's the next big thing. 38% of Cordero's Patterson's runs result in first downs, the highest percentage in the NFL. Defense, not so much. This is an over team. <laughs> you know, uh... Mariota, 11.5 yards per pass attempt last week. Patterson, 8.3 yards per rush against Seattle's defense. Now, they did stay out west, as you mentioned last week, too. Nice find. Uh, They were returning home after being gone for a week and a half, which sometimes is not a great thing. And Atlanta's 3-0 against the spread. That's the beginning of a betting bandwagon. You know, uh, Cleveland, this floored me. You know when the last time the Browns had a, a receiver have more than 100 yards receiving and a receiving touchdown in back-to-back games nine wow. years ago. Wow. Nine years ago. <laughs> all the receivers they've had. They haven't had a, two back-to-back games where a guy had 100 yards and a touchdown until Amari Cooper did it the last two weeks. Uh, they did suffer a bunch of injuries, key defensive injuries in the game against Pittsburgh. Anthony Walker got carted off the field. Starting linebacker Jeremiah Wusu Karoma went off to the uh, uh, locker room. He has a groin injury. Defensive tackle, uh, Tevin Bryan was hurt. Defensive end, uh, Davion Clowney 
is already out. And even with those injuries, still have Pittsburgh one of nine on third downs. But it might not be quite so easy to shut down Atlanta that way. Uh, Falcons offense right now really is clicking. I'm very impressed with how Atlanta's looked on that side of the football early on this season. He's Teddy Covers. I'm Drew Martin. This is the NFL opening line report each and every Monday, 10 a.m. Pacific time. We're getting you on the right side of some of these moves. Teddy Covers, check him out, wagertalksportsmemo.com. He's the number one handicapper at Wagertalk and net profit since February 1st. Guys, this stat is uh, pretty crazy. Every play since February, 226 and 157. That's 59% winners for plus 209% ROI. That simply means if you're betting $100 a game, you're up over $2,000 betting every single game that Teddy's released. Uh, that is a heck of a stack, guys. He's also 10-2, and two, red hot, over 80% in the NFL. He nails 5% bet just yesterday. The 5% big ticket plays, 17-5, and five, 77%. 45 and 18, that's 71% going all the way back to May of 2021. Check them out. Teddy covers wager talk and sportsmemo.com. Next game up, Teddy, 271, 272, Arizona Cardinals, Carolina Panthers. We're seeing the Panthers minus one or minus one and a half, depending where you're shopping here, 44 being the total. The markets are crashing on Arizona as we speak. You know, I thought it was going to happen and it's happening. Uh, look at line was Arizona minus three, 46 and a half. My powering number after the games were played last night is still Arizona as chalk here, minus two. The markets are saying Arizona can't be road. I get it. <laughs> you know, uh, Arizona, Arizona's a mess. All right. Um, Kyler Murray had 58 pass attempts, two sacks, and two rush attempts. That's 62 times he's to hold on to the football and make it plays, for example. The rest of the team had 19 carries for 62 yards. They got outgained 4.5 yards per play to 7.4 yards per play. The quotes, not good. Kingsbury, stressed out. You watched him on the sideline. Kingsbury went for it on fourth down from his own 20 with the game still in contention yesterday, and he made it. But that's the level yeah. of desperation for Arizona, right? Okay. Quote from Kingsbury. I don't know if we're trying too hard to call a perfect player or do too much, but it's just been one thing after another. We've got to get it figured out. You know, A.J. Green is shell the player that he was. They have known of DeAndre Hopkins. They haven't had Rondell Mall, uh, Moore all year. James Conner is one of the weakest running backs in the league. This is not a dynamic offense right now, and it really shows. So, of course, Carolina's offense is even less dynamic because they've got all the problems that Arizona has without the quarterback. <laughs> you know, uh, they got outgained 6.7 yards per play to 5.0 yards per play, even with LaVisca Chenault's 67-yard 60, uh, uh, touchdown, which saved the game for me. I had a bet on Carolina yesterday. And it might have been a real sweat without that. Instead, they went straight up. Uh, but that was all catch and run. That was a, def a defender missing a tackle, and Chenault taking advantage. It wasn't anything Mayfield did. Mayfield was awful. You know, passes getting batted down on the line of scrimmage. Nobody uh, open. Uh, not seeing receivers. It's, it's a problem for Carolina right now offensively. Their defense, however, was good enough to win yesterday's game. Maybe it's good enough to win this game, too, against an Arizona team that is struggling to score. And the total hasn't been bet at all. 44, I thought we might see some under money. You know, there was some under money off the look headlines, but we haven't seen any real under money, significant under money on this one uh, since it opened. It's come, you know, 44, 44 and a half. I'm, I'm not convinced there's going to be more. That said, if you do like the under, Arizona, Carolina, 
I bet it now we have seen at least some indication that the markets are looking in that direction. Teddy, next game up. Really interested in your opinion here. Denver Broncos, Las Vegas Raiders, 273-274, 44 the total. We're seeing Vegas minus two. There's minus two and a half and minus one and a half out there as we're talking early in the week. Of course, the Denver Broncos looked as bad as you could on Sunday night and still get the win. I know because I lost betting against them, but to tell you the truth, Teddy, I'm looking to go against them here. I know Vegas is 0-3 straight up and against the spread. What are you hearing around town? What are we thinking here, Broncos and Raiders? Nothing good about the Raiders. <laughs> uh, you know, the Raiders, hey, Las Vegas experience has not been great so far. You know, uh, with the exception of them, the stadium's will, uh, brilliant, uh, but they've managed to piss off the city, alienate the fan base, and lose consistently. Uh, which is not not great for a team trying to make their uh, mark in town, you know. And they're not the lovable losers like the Bucks were or something when they uh, first got. Welcome back into the opening line report. Apologies for the technical difficulties here, guys. Drew Martin, Teddy covers getting back at it. We got two seven three two seven four. We might have already hit this. Not a hundred percent sure where it went out, but we're just going to start from the top. So maybe a little doubling over here. Denver Broncos, Las Vegas Raiders. Teddy seeing Raiders minus two at most shops. Forty four and a half being the total. What are you hearing around town? What are we thinking here, Broncos and Raiders? Yeah, a little power outage in Florida, taking our show uh, off the air here in Las Vegas, unfortunately. But uh, glad we were able to get back on air in a relatively timely fashion. Again, we apologize uh, for the delay. And we still have one more emergency betting alert that's coming up in just a minute. So uh, I wanted to get to it quickly, and we're already losing value on it. Ugh. Nonetheless, look ahead line here. Raiders minus 246. My powering number, Raiders minus one. Betting markets today. Sitting in that minus two range. Uh, the total was 46 and it was bet down to 44. And now we're seeing a little bit of buyback to the over. Uh, but we have seen some money uh, for Vegas and for the under, certainly off the openers. And look, uh, I mean, there's a lot going wrong in Las Vegas right now. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, for, and when you talk about Josh McDaniels, remember, Josh McDaniels went 6 and 0. Oh to open up as the Broncos head coach back in 2009. And since that time, he's 5-20 and 20 straight up as a head coach. And, of course, they got the Chiefs coming up next. So if the Raiders don't win this one, it could get ugly. And they suffered a couple of key cornerback injuries yesterday. Rocky Sin and Nate Hobbs both went down uh, in that contest. Of course, they got you know six times they were in the red zone and scored only 22 points. And that may be bad news against the Denver team that – has been elite defensively so far this season. Been up 36 points in three games. Russell Wilson's quote, we're still learning each other, a whole new system. There's so much greatness in store, I can't wait for it. But watching our defense battle, battle, battle. Everyone believes in each other, and that's what football is all about. Definitely worth noting, Broncos won a game in which they were in 3.7 yards per play on offense. Plus three turnover margin went a long way towards getting that victory by a single point. And you have to know, Drew, last time and the only other time in NFL history, a game finished 11 to 10, November 16th, 2008. That was the Steelers over the Chargers. I actually got in the New York Times for that game. If you remember, way back when, the Chargers on the last play of the game played Fumble Ruski. Troy Palomalo picked it up, ran into the end zone, and they discounted the touchdown, which allowed... L.A. to get the money, and there was all kinds of controversy about that one. Uh, New York Times quotes 
had a couple of them over the years, but they don't come every day. That's one I remember. That's the only other 11 to 10 game in the modern history of the NFL in the Super Bowl era. The old 11 to 10. Uh, it's it's terrible uh, to watch. It's also terrible if you bet the team that only finished 10. And uh, yeah, I digress to the next game. New England Patriots, Green Bay Packers, 425 Eastern, 125 Pacific kick. 39 to as high as 40 being the total here, Teddy. So low total. I'm seeing open six and a half. Now we're seeing minus 11 on the Packers. Huge move here, Teddy. What's going on, Patriots and Packers? Dan, you may as well queue up another emergency betting alert. This is the last one for the show, and obviously most of it's already come, but it's still coming. So let's see what we got. We got our, I don't know if we Look at him. The guy's a pro, dude. He's scrambling behind the scenes to get us back on air, and he's still got time to get the emergency betting alert up there. Yeah, look headline was only 6.5, 42.5. My powering number prior to the injury I'm going to talk about was only 6. This morning, the market's open 9 and 42. There's only one way this line is moving. All right, no one's betting New England. It can only be Green Bay money. It can only be under money. They just lost their quarterback. Mac Jones hurt. He's going to be out for a month. All right. Uh, Belichick, quote, you're not going to win turning the ball over in the fourth quarter. They turned it over four times in that ball game. Minus two. And uh, Jones, the very last play of the game, literally, has a left leg injury. And he's expected to be out for some time. Brian Hoyer, at this stage of his career, is at the bottom tier of NFL starting uh, backup quarterbacks. I do not trust him to move the football against the Packers defense. That's been great. But, I mean, Green Bay didn't score in their last nine drives yesterday. They didn't score in the second half uh, against Tampa. They didn't. They got a, just a field goal in the second half against the Bears last week. It's not like this offense is clicking on all cylinders. Uh, Benny, <laughs> stretch the imagination. Now, Aaron Rodgers against a good defense in Tampa, 2.8 air yards per pass attempt, the lowest you'll ever see. It's all dinky dunky from Green Bay's offense. So at least it was this past week, and we would expect more of the same against a New England team that tends to be pretty good defensively. You can understand why the money is pouring in on the under. If you're betting the under, if you're betting the Packers, do not wait. Again, you can only go in one direction, the Patriots, without their starting QB and not a team that's the betting marketplace appears to be enamored. Two games left, guys. Sunday nighter and Monday nighter to finish it off here for the opening line report. Next game up, a good one, Teddy. Kansas City Chiefs, Tampa Bay Bucks. Chiefs minus two in the hook. Mostly minus threes now popping up. 44 being the total. We get the Chiefs and the Buccaneers, Raymond James Stadium, Teddy. And I apologize. I can't tell if this says pick them or one and a half. I think it's Chiefs. Look at line with Chiefs one and a half. That's not a pick them. I write pick them cleaner than that. <laughs> <laughs> Look at line with Chiefs one and a half and 48. My powering number is three. There were threes all night. It's gone to two and a half right now. There are still a couple of three out there. What the heck? Let's emergency betting alert it one more time because it ain't going to hold. One more. Emergency betting alert. Yeah, I said alert. last time would be the alert. last one. I didn't realize there are enough, there's enough threes out there to put it out. Yeah. I mean, yeah. A, you know, if, if the threes were all gone, it's, it's, there's no emergency betting alert here. There are still a good handful of threes on Kansas City in the market to move into two and a half. They like this Buccaneers defense. Yeah, I mean, Tampa's defense has been phenomenal uh, the first couple of weeks of the season. Again, they held Green Bay scoreless on their last nine drives. Um, the offense is having issues. Tom Brady, 
led the NFL in completions, passing yards, and touchdowns. Last year, this year, three games, 673 yards, three touchdowns, not so much, you know. And again, we're talking about a team that's missing their left tackle. They're missing multiple wide receivers. Uh, they're missing, uh, uh, and uh, this offense is not clicking. <laughs> All right, Tom Brady, quote, too many plays where we're behind the sticks, penalties, turnovers, missed opportunities. The defense played great. We have to do a better job. We haven't scored many points all season. You know, without Evans, Godwin, and, and Julio Jones, I don't know if Jones is a factor here, but when without your top receivers and your offensive lines banged up, this is going to be a continuing problem. And now you got the Chiefs coming off a loss. A loss that literally the refs were like, no, you guys don't win. You guys win instead. Um, you know, the defense was dominant. They sacked Matt Ryan five times. They allowed only 3.8 yards per play. You know, Mahomes threw his first interception of the season. They was forced to get downfield on a potential game-winning drive. Quote, whenever you're playing a tough game like this one, you have to execute it at a high level. Our schedule gets no easier, so we have to get better quickly. If we don't, the L's are going to start piling up urgency from Mahomes. But the, the play we're talking about uh, was an unsportsmanlike conduct call after, I believe, it was a third-down sack. That would have, you know, and he would have had a punt with five minutes left instead of getting a first down at 15 yards. And what drew the penalty... Again, there was no physical contact with anyone. He wasn't yelling at the ref. He was yelling at the other player. Quote, abusive language. <laughs> Dude, I drop F-bombs all day, every day. So does every single player on the field every play. Yeah. And for the ref to decide a game that way, again, I have no action on it. But that shouldn't be happening. Nonetheless, early money for Tampa, the minus threes may not hold if you like uh, the Bucks plus the three. Grab it sooner rather than later. Abusive. They should be forced to say what the language was. I mean, that that's doesn't matter. Watch if you watch the replay. It's stunning that flag coming out. I mean, if you're like, what? What? Yeah. You know, no physically the guys are talking. John, after the after a play, like everybody does every time. It was it wasn't it wasn't even like he got right in his face. It was like blah, 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 you know, no, no, it was standard. You're over here. I'm over there. Let's, you know, you suck. No, you suck. Whatever they say. Um, but this one, you had a 15 yard on sports like Connolly after a third down sack that would have forced him to punt it end up being the difference in the game. Yeah, abusive. I, I wouldn't like that call in a high school game. Go to the local high school. I wouldn't like that call. Forget it in the NFL. I mean, come on, guys. Uh, we got one game left here. And, Teddy, I, the last thing I wanted to bring up, I don't know if you saw the the two-point conversion by the Buccaneers at the end, but they took that delay of game, Tom Brady. It was almost like, what the heck's going on here? That was a huge miscue. I, I, it's almost like alarm bells. What's going on there with the the Tampa Bay Bucks? Not sure if you had anything on that, and I'll set you up well, here. L.A. Ram. Okay, go ahead. Just this last, this last thing. I mean, Brady missed half a training camp. He retired in the offseason and came back. There's all kinds of rumors swirling about what's going on behind the scenes. Their offensive line is banged up. Their receiving core is banged up. They have a, a new head coach. There are issues with Tampa right now. Big issues. Yeah. Um, you know, they're a team I've been downgrading week after week. Yeah, well said, Teddy. Guys, last game here, L.A. Rams, San Francisco 49ers, Monday night football. This is next Monday night. Huge move I'm seeing on the Wager Talk Live odd screen here, Teddy. On the under, open 48 is what I'm seeing. Now we're seeing 43s, minus 2.5, pretty much across the board. There is a minus 3 out there. That's the 49ers at home next Monday night, Teddy. And, I, I, again, I mean, a lot of times when you look at the Wager Talk Live odd screen, which is great, Okay, fantastic 
free product you can use all day, every day. Um, and I have it on my, you know, I have one of my screens on all the time. I just I never take that screen off. <laughs> uh, yeah. But uh, one of the things that uh, that you sometimes have uh, concerns with is what the opener is. The look ahead line was 48. And that's what I think they're using as openers right now. Well, San Fran won in 48. And well, 47 is last night. And I'm seeing 42 and a half this morning. Uh, total, uh, my powering number is one. The look ahead number was one. And the marks are at two and a half. And everyone seems to like uh, San Fran. We are seeing uh, 49ers money. We are seeing under money. They both come in fairly heavy this morning. I don't know that it gets to three, though. And the under money's already come. You know, when it was 48, 47, and now we're 42 and a half. Emergency betting alert is coming on. Um, San Francisco loses Trent Williams. I don't know how serious the injury is, but that's an elite injured left tackle. They don't have good options behind them, and all three interior spots on the offensive line are still works in progress. So this is now a backup quarterback in San Francisco with a really banged up offensive line. That being said, Russell Wilson, that's a Super Bowl caliber football team on the other side. And Garoppolo, remember, he had an awkward training camp where he threw on his own on a side field, didn't even go to the meetings while the rest of the Niners were preparing for the season. San Fran, their coordinator, remember McDaniel was their coordinator. He's in Miami now. So it's not like they're running the same offense. It's not like he got rhythm with it. And if you watch Jimmy G last night, he looks as bad as, you know, I can't believe San Fran's taking money. I don't know what the deal is with LA. Oh, and by the way, here's the other quote from Jimmy. We were terrible today. I got to get on the same page with these guys. We have to convert those, yada, yada. Uh, he's also got a sore right arm. Oh, yeah, my arm is feeling it right now. I didn't really go through training camp. I'm not trying to make excuses or anything, but I've just got to get in game shape and get rolling. That's not a bet on quote. You know, the defense held Denver to 3.7 yards per play, but minus three in turnovers. The Rams. You know, Stafford, 10 yards per pass attempt at 7.4 to 4.5 yards per play edge. It was a really strange game. The Rams controlled it, and yet they didn't put the game away. Um, John McVay, there are no style points, but there are ways to play even more complete games. That's what we're hunting. I'm surprised at this line move. My power ring doesn't show it. The look at line doesn't show it. I don't know why the markets are showing it. At three, I'll probably be a buyer on the Rams. I'm not sure that we see a three just yet for this one. He's Teddy Covers. I'm Drew Martin. NFL opening line report each and every Monday, 10 a.m. Pacific time, right here on the Wager Talk YouTube channel. Guys, please smash that like button if you're liking the content. Also, feel free to comment below. Any questions, throw them out there. We'll try to answer them on next week's show. Uh, let us know what you're looking to bet, where you agree, where you disagree. All is welcome in the reply section. Guys, check out Teddy Covers, wagertalksportsmemo.com. Number one handicapper, net profit since February 1st. Guys, that's every place since February, 226, 157, 59%, up over 200% ROI, 10-2, 83% run in the NFL. Teddy, any uh, closing thoughts here before we shut this down? I'm seeing things pretty clearly right now, Drew, uh, in the NFL. The NFL's gotten off to a great start, 38-19 uh, and 19 across sports, uh, dating back to August. We're making money for clients right now, so if you're interested... Not a bad time to get on board. Weekly, monthly, or seasonal rates available. And, of course, I am in action on Monday night football and Thursday night football this week. Get those plays. Just $9 a pop on $9 Monday over at wagertalk or sportsmemo.com. 
All that being said, thank you so much. I apologize for the technical difficulties. We really appreciate Dan and Chris behind the scenes getting us back on air. Thank you, guys. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Enjoy the games this week. Goodbye. Dan Alexander in the producer's role. I'm Drew Martin, Teddy Covers. Guys, thanks for tuning in. Smash that like button. Feel free to reply below. Huge shout out to the chat box. Best of luck with your bets. We'll be back next Monday. You're a winner at Wager Talk even before the game is played with our Wager Rewards program. How does it work? Simple. Earn wage rewards on every purchase made at Wager Talk and Sports Memo. Those wager rewards can be converted into wager bucks on the first of every month. There is no additional fee to participate and no additional details are required outside your valid Wager Talk or Sports Memo membership. On the first of each month, 5% of your wager rewards will be converted to wager bucks, which are available to purchase on all future purchases. Doesn't it feel good to be part of a rewards program with no additional hoops?